Hello again everyone and welcome back to The InDesigner, the video cast that provides information, instruction and insight for designers using and learning Adobe InDesign. I'm your host Michael Murphy, graphic designer and Adobe certified expert in InDesign CS2. And this is episode 30, Fine Change Format. Before we dive in, I just wanted to let everyone know that the InDesign Conference Masterclass in Seattle is coming up soon, November 6th through 8th to be precise. I'll be there along with my InDesignSecrets.com partners David Blattner and Anne-Marie Concepcion, and I'm really looking forward to it. These conferences are a great experience, so if you're still thinking about it, go to IDConference.com and sign up. It's going to be an incredible learning opportunity, and if you are going, please come up and say hello. Now, back to the reason we're all here. Most of you are probably familiar with the concept of fine change, or search and replace, or whatever your word processing, spreadsheet, or text editor calls it. InDesign boasts a powerful fine change feature that incorporates its even more powerful paragraph and character style features, allowing you to search for and replace text, limit searches to specifically styled text, and apply styles as text is replaced. This pairing of features and functionality adds up to a lot of formatting power and time savings when you know how it works. Let's start with the most basic steps first. To perform a fine change operation, go to the edit menu and select fine change or just hit command F, that's control F on the PC, which is what I'll be doing for the rest of this episode. This opens the fine change dialog box. Since I have nothing selected in this document, my only options for where to search are document, meaning the current file, or all documents, which allows you to search every currently opened InDesign file. This is good if, for example, you need to change a phone number in several different pieces of company literature. More options are available if I have something selected in the document, say, this text here. And you'll notice that I selected that text without closing the Find Change dialog box. In fact, I can move all over this document, select different text, make changes, with the dialog box still open. That's a big help when you need to perform several Find Change operations one after another. With some text selected here, my search options now include Story, meaning the current story no matter how many pages or threaded frames it spans, to end of story, meaning from this point of selected text on to the end, ignoring everything before it, or selection, meaning the search will be limited to only the text I have selected at the moment. As for other basic options you're probably familiar with, you can limit the search to whole words, meaning that if I type book, I won't get bookcase, bookshelf, or playbook or case-sensitive, meaning I'll only find book as typed here with no capital letters in it. Now, let's look at something you might not be familiar with. At the end of the Find What field, there's a menu that stores up to 15 previous searches, so you can call them up again as needed. The Change To field also has the same menu, which in this case is grayed out since I haven't run any change operations yet. And just to the right of the Find What field is a flyout menu, which gives you a very long list of special characters you can search on. I'm not kidding, folks, this is a very long list. And at the very bottom of it is an extra special subset of search criteria. They're the wildcard options, any digit, any letter, any character, and whitespace. We'll put those to work in a minute. There's a very similar menu for the Change To field as well, with a few notable differences, not the least of which is that those wildcard options are not present. Let's put some of these options to work and see what can be accomplished with InDesign's Find Change. 
Scattered throughout this text are a few figure references. I'll do a quick search for the word figure to point them out here, here, and here. What I want to do is apply a character style to all of these C figure whatever references. To tell InDesign what I want to search for, I could select this C figure 1 text, copy it, and paste it into the find what field, but I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to hit Command F1, which automatically fills the Find What field with whatever text is currently selected. That would be Control F1 on the PC, by the way. In this file, I have a character style called Figure References that I want to apply to all of these C Figure Whatever instances in the document. And I can do it using Find Change, but first I have to click the More Options button, which opens up the dialog box. Here, my find and change options are expanded so I can find and change formatting. What this means is, I know that C Figure 1 is in this document, but if I click Format and restrict my search to instances that use the font Helvetica, I get no results because the format doesn't match the text being searched. If I clear that format restriction and run the search again, I can find it with no problem whatsoever. This format-based searching also allows me to narrow down my searches to only within existing character styles or paragraph styles. So think about that. You can do a document-wide search but limit it to just your body copy style or sidebar style or caption style, however you prefer. And you can specify formatting in your change settings too with just as much precision from established styles to any of the individual attributes listed here on the left. For this example, I want to use the figure references character style as my change format setting. And that's exactly what's reflected here. One thing to note here is that the change to field is empty. I'm not making any text changes, just format changes. You'll also notice that this little alert icon is here. This indicates that there are format settings applied for what's being changed. If I clear those format settings, that icon goes away. But I actually want that formatting for this search, so I'm going to put it back and click Change All to run this search. And you can see that only one replacement was made, this instance of C Figure 1 down here. But what I want is to change all of my figure references in one step. To do that, I can't have this number one in here. Instead, I need to use one of the wildcard options from the flyout menu. Specifically, I want to use any digit. This puts the caret 9 character in the find what field, which is the meta character for any digit. Now let's see what happens when I run that search again. That's more like it. Four instances is exactly what should be found. Let's take a look at what we ended up with. Let's clear out the format settings and just go through the file to find all of the figure references. And here they are all now in italics, which is how my character style is set up. Now, I already know what you're thinking. What about double-digit figure references like figure 25, or alphanumeric references like figure 3b? Well, for something like figure 25, you would just put in two any-digit meta-characters in the find what field. That's simple enough. Here's a copy of that document that has different figures. I'll quickly search for just the word figures again, and here we find figure 1a, figure 1b, figure 2a, and figure 2b. Now, 
I'll go to the pull-down menu in the Find What field and recall my previous search of C figure any digit. But this time I'm going to insert one more meta character, the any character wildcard, which is represented as caret question mark. I'll choose my change format settings to the figure references character style. My change to field is blank because I'm only changing formatting, so I'll just click change all and there we have it. All four replacements were made. Let's take a quick look at the references with the new formatting so we know just how it worked. And here they all are with the new formatting applied. Okay, enough of the theoretical examples. Let's look at fine change put to work to format an entire layout in a real-world example. I'm going to really put the power of InDesign's fine change to the test in this four-page layout, which is a directory of about 13 companies. I've taken the first company listing and formatted it the way I want them all to look, and created the appropriate paragraph styles for each portion of the company listing, which you can see highlighted over in the paragraph styles palette as I select each of them here. And most of these styles have character styles nested within them. For these bold lead-ins, the drop cap, and these little color bars, there's also a right-align tab that puts this URL in the right position. Unfortunately, none of the rest of this document is formatted yet. And there's another problem here. Usually, I'd take advantage of InDesign CS2's ability to apply styles in sequence by selecting all of my text, then choosing Apply, Ocean, Company Name, then Next Style. But the sequences are not consistent in every company listing, so that method will format the text incorrectly. So I'll undo this bad formatting, and because of this inconsistency, I'm going to use Find Change to automatically format all of the remaining text in this layout. In my unformatted version, the phone number and URL are on separate lines, but in my finished version, they're on the same line. I'm going to use that to help me format these with Find Change. First, I'll select the paragraph return at the end of the phone number and the www dot at the start of the web address. Then I'll open up the Find Change dialog and hit Command F1 to auto-populate the Find What field with the meta character for a paragraph return, followed by the www dot. From the flyout menu next to the Change To field, I'm going to insert a right indent tab character, which is represented by caret Y, and I'll type in the www dot after it. In the Change Format settings, I'll choose Ocean, Phone, and URL, and click OK. I'm also going to set my Search To to End of Story, so InDesign will ignore the first fully formatted instance. Now I only need to click Change All, which finds 12 instances. And here are my phone numbers and web addresses combined into a single line and properly aligned and formatted with the blue tint behind them. Let's keep going. I'll reopen the Find Change dialog, select the next text I want to change in the document, and use Command F1 to put it in the Find What field, and clear out the text from the Change To field. Next, I'll go to the Change Format settings and pick the appropriate paragraph style, click OK, and then Change All. And now those 11 changed items have all been formatted the way I want them. Now I can do the same thing for the lines that start with Logistics Division, and that finds and formats 8 instances, one of which you can kind of see back here. Next, I'm going to select the Web Tools text, including the colon that follows it, and hit Command F1 to automatically put it in the Find What field. 
To speed things up a bit more, I'm going to go up to the already formatted version, select that, and hit Command F2, or Control F2, which places any selected text in the Change To field. Let's take a close look at what's in here. This is the meta character for an end space the words web tools, the colon, and two end spaces, which is what makes my nested styles work the way they do. I'll go back to the change format settings, select my web tool style, click OK, then change all, which finds and changes 12 instances. I'll move the find change dialog out of the way so we can take a look at what we've got, which is formatted web tools run in text everywhere in the document that I need it. Now I'm going to quickly format the next item by just changing the text in the Find What and Change To fields and applying the appropriate change format settings for fleet size. And I'll do the same thing for all of the paragraphs that start with Customer Awards. And one last time for all of the items that start with What's New. Then I'll click Done and zoom in, and there's all my text formatted using nothing but fine change operations. But there are still some missing pieces here. The company name format is still not applied, nor is the little general information paragraph for each company. Unfortunately, neither of these has the kind of lead-in text that made the others so easy to find and change, so there's nothing unique to initiate the fine change operation. Or is there? This text is 9 point times regular, and it's the only text left in this file that is. So instead of searching for a particular paragraph or character style, I'm going to search for individual text attributes. Specifically, I'm going to choose times regular 9 point. And then for the change format, I'm going to select the ocean about paragraph style. Once again, I click change all and everything that was 9 point times regular is now using the about paragraph style. There's just one problem. The company names are also using the about style instead of the company name style that should be applied to them. Now I need to figure out a way to format all of my company names. To be perfectly honest, in most cases, this might be where you would just have to break down and apply the style manually, company by company, selecting the text and applying the ocean company name style to each one. But I'm not going to do that. One thing I haven't factored in yet is that each of these listings is capped off with an anchored object, this blue wave I have selected. I have no other option than to put those in place one by one for each company listing. If we look at this with hidden characters and text thread showing, we can see that there's an anchored object marker right before the start of the name. Let's see how I can use this to my advantage. I'll select this anchored object marker, which also selects the object, and copy it to the clipboard. Now I'll very quickly go to each company name and paste that object in right before the first letter of each one. I have no choice but to do this manually, but I'm going to gain something from this. I'll open the Find Change dialog again and choose Anchored Object Marker from the Find What flyout menu. In the Change Format settings, I'll choose the Ocean Company Name Paragraph Style and click Change All. And 12 instances have been changed. I'll click Done so we can see the changes. And there are all my formatted company names. So here's the first spread, and as you can see, it now has all of the appropriate formatting applied to it, as does this last page of the layout. 
Let's take one last closer look at what's been done here, and I just have to point out that what I did was just format more than 100 paragraphs in just nine fine change operations. That's less than one-tenth of the amount of work involved in doing it manually. And because I let InDesign do the work, I can be fairly confident that I didn't apply the wrong formatting or accidentally miss anything. Now we've covered a lot in this episode, so let's take a minute to review. Beyond the basics of fine change, we've learned that we can continue to work in a document with the fine change dialog box still open. You can recall the last 15 find and change criteria you've used from a pull-down menu. You can select special characters from a flyout menu to use meta characters as part of fine change operations. You can use wildcard characters including any digit and any character. Command F1 or Control F1 on the PC will autofill the Find What field. Command F2 or Control F2 on the PC will autofill the Change To field. You can limit your search to specific text formatting, paragraph styles, or character styles, and you can apply specific text formatting, paragraph styles, or character styles in your change operations. And we've covered how to use anchored object markers as a search criteria. And that's a wrap on Fine Change Format. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another new episode. And one last time, I will also be at the InDesign Conference Masterclass in Seattle on November 6th through the 8th. I highly recommend it to anyone who is still on the fence about attending. As always, I welcome your comments on the blog at InDesignSecrets.com slash TheInDesigner, or you can email me directly at info at TheInDesigner.com, or look for me on AIM or iChat as TheInDesigner. Until next time, this is Michael Murphy for the InDesigner Videocast. Thanks for watching.